Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, nah, I mean. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We are going to hear some brutal honesty from one coach in the world of football coming up here uh, momentarily. And we are going to take you all the way up until uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific on the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, it is a hump day edition of two pros and a cup of Joe here yeah. on FSR. Everybody fired up. Uh, it is also uh, early signing day, correct? Are we going to start to see big some, uh, yeah, big time day around college football? Uh, somebody in college football made some uh, made some headlines. Uh, Lane Kiffin, the head coach of Ole Miss, uh, was uh, you know having a, you know a brutally honest back and forth and talked about the transfer portal in the world of college football. And um, he had this to say to the media: I think people really say it this way, but let's not make a mistake. I mean, we have free agency in college football. And the kids a lot of times go to where they're going to get paid the most. So no one else is saying that maybe, but, you know, the kids say this is what I'm getting here for NIL, you know. And so what we really have, it is what it is, you know. Free agency has been created in college football, you know. I can go, except you can't lock people into a contract. You know, they can go at any time. So it's a new world that we're in, you know. And sometimes they want to come to you and say, I'm – I get this much money if I go there. So this is just a whole whole new thing to deal with. So, I mean, listen, uh, sounds like uh, somebody's speaking uh, the truth a little bit there. We uh, just got a, got an issue with Lane, uh, the Lane train uh, blowing you, you through. Wanna, you want to take it first? <laughs> no, you know, I, I want you to because you're a lot closer to it with as much coaching as you do, you know, with these high school kids. So I feel like you've, you probably have a great perspective on this and just how it's all going down right now. Uh, I, uh, let me start. Let me start here. If if you are a tremendously valued player, you have always been weighted, measured, and valued that way throughout the history of sport. That has not changed in in that regard. You, they made the movie Blue Chip before you saw the movie The Program and different things like that. You know, he boosters. Got game. He got yeah. game, right? He friends, got game. Friends yeah. of a friend, friends of yeah. a family, an a uncle. Lot a lot of people make come ups off of the talent mm. of of these guys, but that is a very, very limited amount of people you're speaking on. So while I'll agree with the premise of what Lane was saying, these guys are players are all free agents. They're Every single year. If people aren't aware of this, you should be aware of it. A scholarship kid has to renew his contract for his scholarship every single year. Yes, I said his or her contract. You're signing a yearly contract to get a free education, to get your books paid for, to have a dormitory. All of those things are on a spreadsheet. Every player is on a spreadsheet. 
So now when you talk about having a transfer portal and you can you can just opt out of, of being out of school where you at one point in time would be punished for, for leaving. You get punished for transferring. And, and that became a large conversation because coaches could leave and didn't have to sit out, but players did. Now you add in the NIL situation. And I ultimately say because the rules aren't very, very pronounced and everybody's trying to kind of figure out how to, to move through this, free agency at the college level is indeed what it becomes because all of these businesses that are are reliant on their local football teams to to win and have success, that becomes an investment of sorts, right? Like if we can get this great player from this this area to come to our school and play for our school, then they're going to make our school better. And if our school is better, if our team is winning, then that's going to improve the the traffic of people coming here. It's going to improve the economy. So now you have businesses that have a more vested interest in getting involved with these athletes that are either coming out of high school or are already in college. And so it does become almost in a way uh, – Free agent, free agents are are the high profile ones are courted, they're recruited, and they're talked to to come to these these different you know franchises, like like what Aaron Rodgers said. Look, people are coming here for Aaron Rodgers. They're not coming here right. for Green Bay. So when you look at or you listen to what Elaine Kiffin is saying, a t- a team like a school like Alabama or a school like Clemson, where you know that the the investment goes into the the from the boosters, the donors, the communities, the schools that have that type of support, that gap seemingly may get bigger in terms of of getting talent because now you actually legally in a way can acquire your talent for your school now. So, yeah, it is free agency. I think it's free agency too. Because of the transfer portal. Like, those two things work hand-in-hand hand where kids are able to leave and jump ship and not be penalized for it. So, and, and look, I think whether or not you think that's right or wrong, that's probably for another conversation debate. But the reality is, and this is just truly what I believe, like, we're, we've ventured into a new era in amateur athletics, if you still want to call it that. And now we're, I, I think universities who have been making a ton of money for a while working off free labor are now having to deal with the reality that the model has changed the money that they were receiving for marketing purposes and so forth from those companies you talked about or boosters if you want to throw them into this that usually went to the university that you'd see those signs put up anywhere else around the stadium and all that now it's going towards the player now it's being represented by the player promoting that product good service whatever the case may be and, and that's how that model has changed. The university isn't receiving that money anymore. They can't facilitate or directly facilitate these deals. So those same boosters and clubs and universities and schools and all that, they're looking for other avenues to be able to get those players and get them there, but compensate them in a different fashion with name, image, and likeness money. Now, the reality is, though, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in this. You know, I think free markets end up figuring themselves out. If you are one of those boosters – and you keep giving money to these kids who are coming out of high school and they don't pan out, or they jump ship, right? If, if you're, you know, Quinn Ewers, 
who goes to Ohio State, he's able Gosh. to take advantage of a loophole where he can leave the state of Texas where he can't make NIL money in the state of Texas because he's still in high school. But if he reclassifies, he can leave, go to Columbus, he can make this money for name, image, and likeness, sit there in Ryan Day's system for a year, practice football and all that, make money, and then bounce right back down to the University of Texas. That's what he did, folks. That, 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 that's what he did. That's all legal. There's nothing wrong with what he did. But let's not get it twisted. That wasn't a football decision. That was a business decision. Uh-oh. And so that, that's the problem with this model and then why I'm telling you the name, image, and likeness and the ability for athletes to make money off that is directly linked to the transfer portal because if you had made it where Quinn Ewers would have to sit out a year if he wants to transfer and he loses that year of eligibility, now it changes the dynamic a little bit. Because at, at some point, as much as you want to make decisions based off name, image, and likeness, those are business decisions. They only go so far because what you did in football in high school you got to eventually play in college. You have to eventually do something. And so, so for every – No, I, I think you do for this reason. Because for every single one of the Quinn Ewers there is out there that's a big hyped-up recruit out of high school, whatever, there's going to be enough players that end up not panning out where if I was a guy who was giving money to any of these players for name, image, and likeness deals, I don't want to see them play. I want to see them play at the college level. And so maybe it's a kid that you're getting that's coming from a group of five school. Maybe it's a kid who wants to transfer from one power five program like Spencer Rattler, Austin Stogner, who's already done something. We've already seen them at Oklahoma, who wants to go to South Carolina. And now I got some South Carolina boosters who want to help give those guys some name, image, and likeness money. But I'd want to see that product first. So I I think the model is going to continue to keep evolving and changing where – you know, these, these boosters, these people aren't going to want to pay kids that are not known commodities coming out of high school. Maybe a, you know, some of those recruits, but not all of them. And it'll eventually figure itself out. But, you know, we kind of got off track with, you know, what, what today is. Today is the beginning of that journey. Yeah. You know, today is National Signing Day. It's the early signing period, which that's in and of itself its own topic because they need to, they need to change the date on this thing. And I, and I already think there are people who are looking at it Greg Sankey, in particular, the commissioner of the SEC, who said, I told you so. You wouldn't have an early sign-up period December 15th? Guess what? There's going to be some unintended consequences that come along with it. Do you get, would you rather be a recruiter in today's college football climate or 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Yeah. Because it, it was easier. And also, it's way more complex and, now. And and I think there was probably people that you know. And, and look, we no, nobody's naive enough to think that there wasn't you know anybody getting something you know years and years ago when it came to you know come here and uh, we'll take care of this. And and we've seen the stories and people getting busted or caught doing it. But I think there was also maybe some people who were still nah, it's not worth the risk. No, nah, it's you didn't have that many that many sharks in the water. Now it feels like there are so many avenues to where you can. Offer Those a kid something. Was always in the water. It, it, but I don't think there was as many as there are now because now it feels like there are so many people they were who want to get there. But yeah, but I don't think that as many as there are now, meaning, meaning that you've got all these other oh. local businesses, all these other people right. that look at this and go, oh, this is our time to get a little bit of notoriety as well, too. Look, Barstool Sports, the WWE is doing name image like this now with, yeah, with kids all over the country. I don't think that would have existed uh, years ago and that many kids would have been. It wouldn't have. But it could have. And and all of the people that will get active now will get active because they've always been active. I hope y'all understood what I just hit y'all with just now. No, no, I, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I do think there's a degree of it 
that there might have been some people on the fence. Like, I'll put it this way. If you were a sports better or a gambler, you probably had a bookie before it became legalized in your state. Sure. Like, you, like to your point, you were always that guy. You were always like, that like, guy. You were, you were always that guy. But yeah. here's, here's the reality is once it became legalized, there's a lot of people who didn't want to take the risk, who were maybe on the fence, that now are like, hey, I'll start an account and start this up. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I think those people who were on the sidelines, like kind of stepping across the line or maybe dipping their toe in the water, now those people have said, well, it's legal. So I, I don't need to feel guilty about this. So I don't need to feel like I'm going to get myself in trouble or my company or someone else. And I think you've got companies who understand social media platforms that some of these kids have, but also how like they can give a merch deal. Like, they're giving up merchandise, not even paying real cash. And these kids are willing to hey. sign on for it and help their business. Like, that's a powerful thing. Now, you know, maybe that was going on back in the past, too, but it, it can't be as prevalent because if those kids are receiving merchandise or some sort of good or product, they couldn't advertise it, right? Like, they had to yeah. keep it on the low. Yeah. Now these kids are, like, promoting it. Like, hey, <laughs> well, dude, this is what you need to have. I'm glad you brought up the social media aspect of it because that was what I was going to put to your point of these these businesses want to see the product that they're investing in. Their, their ROI has now shifted to not only on the football field. It's shifted to what their interactions are, their customer acquisition, and that's coming through social media. So while a guy may never pan out, there's there's two times, right? As a, as a coach, this is I've learned this as a, as of late. There are two times a kid is most valuable in their career, and and two two defined times. One is when they're coming out of coming out of high school and they're being recruited. And if you're a four star, if you're a five star, even if you're a three star, you're, you're, you have a, a value connected to your star rating. There's a, there is a monetary value connected to your rating. So now, once you go into college, your value is at its highest coming in as that four, five-star, three-star player. Everybody values that. The, the school values it. They put a dollar amount on it. The, the businesses, they value it. They know the dollar amount on it. Now, what you do from there will dictate if you're able to hit that second that second time that you're most valuable, which is you become a a legitimate NFL prospect. That means you could be an award winner, that means you're an all-American, you're all conference, whatever it may be, you have now placed yourself in a position to be that second time most valuable in your career at that level. So you get one time per level, really, basically, in high school, it's your stars. In college, it's your it's your awards and your draft stock, your draft status. And then from there, it doesn't matter. But the bottom line to that is, is that these these companies are looking at real, real customer acquisition, real followership versus non-followers uh, like AI, artificial intelligence, right? And in that scenario, they are going to look at the value of a high school four-star coming out and having 20,000 followers. Those are real followers versus a guy that, that's in college or, or in the pros that we don't you don't really know what the value is on their followership. But you do know that you can get customer acquisition through the followings of these players out of high school, 
in college, in pro. And that's where the value is. Like, if it's, they, all yeah. it's all data. Yeah. It's all data. I, I, it's all it's data. It's all data. Yeah. I, I just hope that some of these kids have somebody in their ear talking about long term. Yeah. Because long-term uh, that's what that's I do. What, you know, well, no, like a childhood what, star. And, and most of like us a, need to be doing it. Yeah. Like, because like a childhood actor. Because you know? some yeah. of these, like, they could be looking at this going, man, I can get this amount now. What am I waiting for? When it's like, okay, hold on. But but there, you got to think big picture. If this yeah. works out, Take there's opportunities. Right now, huh? No, yeah. I'm just saying, uh, well, I'm never mind. Serious. Right, yeah. Yeah, never mind. There, uh, there will right. be someone who makes more money being just a personality and an influencer that was a really, really good football player that that had a projection to be like an all American go into the pros, they'll make more money than a guy that ends up being an all American and goes top ten or, you know, top twenty in the National Football League just based off of where the current climate and environment is. Look at is. the Paul brothers. They've made more money as yeah. boxers than guys that have been boxing for twenty years. Yeah. Like just yeah, just but- based on their their followers. I was going to say, but that's what it was based upon. It was based upon the empire, the loyal following that they built on social media. Yep. And that's what people are investing in. Yeah. And that's that's what makes this really dangerous because that's anybody can go out there and get that following. Now it becomes, how do I acquire? And kids don't even realize it, but it's how do I acquire my clientele, my community, because that's where you do business is within your community. Uh, We are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio coming up next. uh, We have got uh, more stories. The drama continues for a villain in the NFL. We'll have the very latest for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Lee likes honey buns and he cannot lie. <laughs> you have, uh, you got issues, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got some issues. Unbelievable. I'm uh, proud of mine. Uh, by the way, later on this hour, we are going to hand out some awards, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly here in the world of sports. Uh, so we will uh, we will give those out here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, now, um, you know, one of LeVar's buddies uh, was in the news again. Uh, uh, Dan Snyder. Was uh, he really? Yeah, was in a. Uh, imagine that. Um, oh. There was a report that came out from the uh, Washington Post that. Uh, why, are you, why are you giggling, man? Well, it just. It feels like. At what point do we need more evidence to say maybe we should make a move here? Like, you know, like maybe like it, it felt like, you know, they didn't have nearly as much on Jerry Richardson. They didn't have maybe nearly as much on Donald Sterling. It's like layer upon layer of dysfunction. This latest one is uh, that, uh, you know, uh, Dan Snyder uh, tried to uh, disrupt, uh, you know, uh, the NFL's investigation. Uh, he tried to uh, make sure that a, a witness. Uh, you know that reported sexual misconduct and was paid 1.6 million. Uh, couldn't be interviewed. He sent uh, people to homes uh, to make sure they weren't interviewed. Uh, this is maybe the best part of all of it. Uh, there was a, a story that when Ron Rivera was hired as head coach, that Bruce Allen sent a text message 
to Ron Rivera congratulating him, and Dan Snyder was so upset that he didn't send Dan Snyder a text message that he tried to force Bruce Allen to send him a text through back channeling and he attempted to to get out of having to pay Bruce Allen the money that he owed him until he would send him a text message congratulating him for the Ron Rivera hire. Look, what more do we need to see? Like uh, what, what am I missing? There's there's got to be something else. He's got to have something on somebody or know where somebody is buried that this continues to go on and there's not a change made there. I, I don't get it. <sighs> I mean, I guess you got to wait for RG3's tell-all Well, that is true. That's so a good point. I didn't think about that. Is that coming out Sorry before Christmas that. this year? Yeah. Or when is that? I mean, it should have came out. It should have came out before oh, Christmas. Oh, it's next but Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. coming out before next little, football little season. premature. Yeah. yeah. premature. <laughs> it's going to be right before next football season that we learn as to how deep the hole goes with Dan Snyder and yeah. how he does things. I'm so glad, I, I'm glad I, you somebody know, can break that story. Thank God yeah. for RG3, man. And, and it's so it's so interesting because it's like there's so many different levels to the complexities of how to react, to handle, to internalize what's taking place with, with this franchise. Uh, it has been dysfunctional. For a really long time. I mean, it goes back to when he took over and and just how things started to go back in 2000. So that's been going on for, for some time now. And I, I, I think I think to to get this right is that I think there's going to be a lot of it's going to take time. I'll put, put it to you that way. It's going because he's a fighter. Like, Dan Snyder is a fighter. Like, he's not going to be like, okay, you guys got me. You caught me. Like, yes, I did this. Or, yes, I may have had some involvement in that. He's going to he's going to use all his resources to fight you. Like, if you're a newspaper, if you're the government, if you're the, the league, he's going to spend his dollars on fighting. Do you think That's he's what got, he does. Do you think he's got dirt? On somebody in the NFL, I mean, you got to assume everybody knows something. Everybody knows something. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, his somethings are out there. <laughs> like, right? He has been exposed for what it is that he's been a part of, of, of what harboring, creating, nurturing. I, I don't know what you want to call it, but he he's out there. So, regardless of what he knows. I mean, you think about how quickly they reacted and they moved to just the emails of John Gruden, just the emails. And yet you have way more egregious things connected to this owner. And what's what's his you know, what's the recourse? What's what's the culpability? So to me, I think that we're in a place now where. One, I think people are desensitized to to Dan Snyder, for one. Maybe that works to his advantage. But then, two, the question is, at what point in time do you get to, I guess, a, a comfortable place to actually say, this is something that has to happen. There has to be a forced sale. Like If you recall, his partners, the limited owners that were a part of the ownership group. I think one is a part of FedEx or owns FedEx or whatever it is. That's why the field is called FedEx. And then there's another one. These minority partners were trying to get him out. They were trying to get him out. And guess what happened? He got 
them out. <laughs> he's a bro. He's a fighter. Like one thing, I'll give him. I'll give him his credit. Like because I I do criticize the hell out of him, and rightfully so. But one thing about that dude, he he's not only a fighter, but it appears that he knows how to fight. Oh yeah. The people he has around him, they know how to fight, and that's the biggest key here. Is he's a fighter, and they and he, the way he fights, he knows how to fight. That's dangerous, man. This is like a house of cards. Like I mean, in all in all reality, anyone who's seen the series, Kevin Spacey, uh, you know Kevin Spacey and the, and the character in which he played in that, I, I feel like this is starting to like segue into that realm. As far as the cover ups, everything else behind it, I, I just I don't know, man. I, I I watched that show. I thought it was a great series. I don't want to get whacked, so I'm, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> moving forward. Like I'll I'll be real about it. I, I just feel like. There's there's way more to all of this. Lavar, you've spoken on it at length, and and I, I only know a tad bit about it, but it feels like there is a lot going on behind the scenes. Some people are trying to cover up something or a lot of stuff that went a on. A lot of and, stuff. And, and, and that's the scary thing is it may never come to the light of day because of the way Dan Schneider is fighting this, but because of how he's being protected by some folks too. It's just the whole thing. Which is, is protecting them. <laughs> Yeah, like and look, <laughs> keep that in mind. Now, Some of them are protecting themselves by protecting him. Now, the fact that uh, the, the fact that you're unbelievable, Roberto. Just that the other one wasn't working for you, so you had to uh, go to Plan B on uh, on the weather and traffic. <laughs> unbelievable. But the fact that uh, that you've got the Washington Post that's reporting on this, and I, I've look, I've always felt this. I think Jeff Bezos is trying to make a run. I think Jeff Bezos wants to own this team. And the fact that he, the owner of the Washington Post, went hard in the paint on Dan Snyder when nobody was even really talking about any of this stuff, and they did this sort of a deep dive, tells me well, they, he's they, angling for, this, they for have this team. Deeply, they have deep dove on Snyder before, and and he, he sued. If you remember the city, what was it, the city paper or something like that did like a uh, from A to Z book on why Dan Snyder is the worst owner ever in the history of worst owners or something like that. That was a while back, like way back. He sued them, but sued. Is this the first time though that we've seen actual proof that he tampered with the NFL's there, investigation? But there was actual proof of him being what he is in the past. This is the first time. He can't get out of the way of what's taking place because those cheerleaders aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Those employees aren't going anywhere. And that's why, again, if I go back to – because it's seemingly this whole my, – my my statements on the RG3 book have, have gone every which way and, and there's so many different on, opinions on On the it. show you did with Brady Quinn. According to the uh, New York Post, yeah, you and Brady Quinn on that show. Well, yeah, so I mean, you have a show on Saturdays, yeah. so you're good. Yeah, so I mean, it's I, good, like right? I can't get my name in the it New York Post. Out. Well, they well, were. You, you, you hey, get, let me tell you something. New York Post can kiss my ass. Run with that on social media. They were waiting for it to be a Saturday quote yeah, that before yeah. they used your name. That's that's respect. I follow them on Twitter too. That's that's just Rat straight bastards. Res- that's respect though. But but here's the thing. Again, you're asking that question, and 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 the real response to it is is that everybody now has the opportunity to take their shots at him, and and not have to really worry about any repercussions. There 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 is no you know obscurity to 
to the realities that everybody's talking about, right? You don't, you don't, it's not a, oh, what's your agenda? Like, why are you, why are you're just disgruntled? That's, you're, you're, these are just, yeah. you, you know, this is, this is spoiled, spoiled milk. That's this, gone now. It's gone. <laughs> That's gone, right? It's gone. Like, you can come out as the National Football League and at any given point in time, you can drop the hammer on Dan Snyder because you have more than enough women, minorities, that have been very vocal about how they've been victimized in this scenario. But the NFL hasn't because... Uh, Listen, timing is everything, right? Some people play checkers, some people play connect four, some people play chess. Regardless of why they have not, there's a reason why they have not. Agreed. I know that. I don't know what that reasoning is, but I just know this. You said it. There has been far less... And and much more of of critical, you know, things happening, right? Like consequences. So why are we still here? Why does this keep surfacing and resurfacing and resurfacing? It's all out there. It's out there. And you knew what type of person he was with the name change. Like he told you what type of person he was when the whole name change he became a thing. He fought that for years, man. And, and and then what's the only thing that made him have to change it is what's going to get him now which is social injustices, which is cancel culture, which is Me Too movement, which is Black Lives Matter, is going to be the end of Dan Snyder. That's what's going – but now when that happens, I don't know. But it ain't going away. He's not he, – he doesn't have enough money to pay to make what his transgressions that are now surfacing over and over and over again, he doesn't have enough money to make it go away. That's what I do know. God, man. What a mess. I mean, I wonder if Ron Rivera looks around and goes, sheesh. I mean, it's like was... he, he went from he went from uh, Jerry Richardson oh, over to uh, says, to Dan yeah. Snyder. Yeah. Like, he knows how to pick them. My, my <laughs> God. Uh, all right. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we're going to hand out some awards. Uh, one of these uh, involves a lot of money, a lot of money here. We'll have that next in the good, the bad and the ugly right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Two pros at a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Lavar, I've been meaning to ask you uh, a question. <laughs> He's got his feet up. Uh, he is just uh, nice and cozy here uh, in our in our 30, uh, 30 degree weather. Great, buddy. 30 degree weather here in Southern California, Brady, man. You don't know what it's like, man. You don't get it. That's why I got is it that there. cold? Yeah. It's freezing. The 30s, man. Why? It just, uh, we needed know. it. We needed to cool down a little bit and we needed some rain. We, yeah. we, we were void of rain and it, we got every bit of it yesterday. I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, uh, I just hope my mask doesn't get wet. That's the only thing. Just oh, hope yeah, I get it. Point. 
Yeah. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> just leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, we are going to get to another edition of the uh, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly here on Fox Sports Radio. But we do want to let you know we are brought to you by NHTSA. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go and you think of calling for a ride home. Now, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. In uh, a little over 10 minutes from now, top of next hour, there could be a move made in the NFL a borderline Hall of Famer could be done. We'll get to that for you here on FSR. Right now, though, it's time for this. There are some good things that happen, and there's some bad, and then there's some downright ugly things. It's time for Good, Bad, and Ugly. And for that, we turn it over to Lee DeLapp, who will be directing traffic here. Uh, Lee, who's got what responsibility here today on the show? Well, as always, we like to start on a good note. And this week, we got LeVar with the good news. DeLapp! I got the good news, y'all. Yeah. It's National Signing Day, Early Signing Day. And while I won't go through all of the names, I just want to make sure that everybody knew the good of over 32% of the all-mammal participants are yeah. signing to a major yeah. Power 5 school yeah. today. How about that? I'm going to head out to Servite yeah. and check out Noah and T-Mac. Shots out to them. Congratulations to all you guys. To all the guys. We got a couple going. We got one going to Georgia. I got yeah. I got two going to Penn State. Team I, I got a couple mammal. going. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Team the good. Mammal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you know, I got a mammal at Notre Dame. How really? about that? Yeah, Mr. Barnes that? in the secondary. He, he should go. be starting next year. You know, we'll see what happens. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know if you want to I got start in two. Influence. I got Gabriel or, uh, uh, yeah, I got two at Notre Dame, in fact. He's D. Lyman. D. Lyman. Yeah, D. Lyman. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you the names. I'll get you the names later. Okay. You know, I'll, All right. I'll I'm excited about yeah. Team All Mammal. Yeah, hey, we got some guys. You got good. any merch? That's the good. You got any merch? I like do. To, uh, can I, I have do. some? Yeah, maybe. All right, thanks. I'll send Brady some. <laughs> oh, of course you will. It's <laughs> great, man. It's great getting picked on every day. <laughs> what, a, what a show. So much fun. Uh, what else, yeah. Lee? Yeah, what else? What else? Jonas, you got the bad this week. What was bad oh. this week? Well, listen, uh, unlike LeVar, I'm not going to make this all about uh, me here on the show. So I will just simply say that the uh, the bad uh, involved a couple of games in the NFL. You had a couple of overtime games in the NFL simultaneous. You had the Bills losing to the Buccaneers in overtime. You had the Bengals losing to the 49ers in overtime. And again, not making this about me, uh, but those were two games that were in Knox Locks, which you can hear Saturdays, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time, 7 to 9 Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. A double barrel loss action in overtime for Knox Locks. One of the rare one and two performances this year. Oh, yeah. Still well above, 500, right. uh, yeah. well above 500. Well above 500. Only not had a couple right. of uh, losing right. uh, losing weeks this year. But again, I'm not here to make You've this all about me. have been on for a couple of weeks. Listen, uh, but uh, this, uh, this goes back. This <laughs> I've only been, been bad for a couple this, of this, weeks. I've only been bad for a couple this, of weeks. You've only been on for a couple of weeks. But continue. This goes uh, this goes all the way back to my uh, a highly rated weekend overnight show as well too, uh, the Jonas Knox show that I did on the overnight. So this is all stuff that, uh, that yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Nothing but support here for my two buddies on the show. Always fun to do it uh, every single day here. Uh, but uh, one and two this week. That was my bad for the who week. Cares? But again, this is not about me. Yeah, yeah, it's not. But who cares? Lastly, the ugly Brady. You you got this one. 
Yeah, this uh, it got a little ugly in some sports books on Saturday night as a kind of odd scenario played out. Uh, people who had wagered on the basketball game between Illinois State and Chicago State drew a lot of attention uh, because basically late in the game, a single made three for free throw, courtesy of Illinois State's Josiah Strong, wasn't reflected in the final score. I don't know how they didn't find this. The scoring error didn't catch this. Uh, so as a, as a result, sportsbooks went into frenzies because that line with the final score was 80 to 71. The spread was nine and a half in most books. So because of that, then, obviously, as you can imagine, uh, bettors were frustrated. Sportsbooks were frustrated by this. It got, it got a little bit ugly there. It's just one example of many that we've seen in sports. Usually you don't see something like this happen, right? Usually it's a controversial call. You know, I go back to the NFC Championship game in the NFL, but not recording a made free throw? Like, that's just, I'm not sure what that is outside of negligence. Did they give a reason? Or they just, no. That is. The the score, the official score had missed it. Yeah. That's shady. If it was because uh, we saw this happen when uh, during the pandemic, the uh, when there was a Japanese baseball. Remember that was the only thing you could bet on. There was a sports book that didn't update their in-game odds uh, of what the what the game was, and so one team jumped out to a lead, and so these bettors at the casino ended up spotting it and going, "Hey, they haven't updated these odds," and bet like you know six figures and ended up winning the money. The sports book had to pay them because it was their mistake on their end. Right. Somebody probably lost their job, but at least they owned up to it. So nobody's owning up to this. No, nobody's no, not yet. And, and mean, here's the, so here's God, the reality: man. Illinois State won eighty to seventy-one. They were the favorite, though. They were the ones laying the nine and a half, uh, nine and a half points. And so Caesar Sportsbook, for example, one of the bigger ones that had that, uh, a lot of frustration with all of it, right? Because I mean, it's not any fault of their own. It's obviously a fault of what had taken place. So I just say this, folks: if you're out there gambling, doing some sports betting. Make sure you are paying attention to everything that happens in those games because there's a lot of people, obviously, who had taken uh, the, the favorite there and they would have, uh, it would have resulted rough, in a loss. Man. In the day. Yeah. Mm. That's rough. A little bit of shadiness there. Mm. I, we're due for a giant betting scandal in sports. And I'm not talking about you know, European soccer or some tennis tournament. We're due for some legitimate betting scandal in the world of sports. I'm up for it, man. And it's going to happen soon. I give it a year before we have another big one here. How about that? That little, sounds like you're going to be stuck in a back room getting your ass kicked. Mm, That's yeah. That sounds. Listen, uh, mm. you, you pick the uh, hammer or the wrench. Which one do you want? Uh, and they, they, they'll take it out on you. That's how it goes. Until you, know? you start getting hit with it. Yeah. I'll just, yeah. Listen, then, uh, then all bets are off. Yeah. But, uh, no pun intended. Yeah, course. but uh, look, you know, gambling is the way of the world now. That's yeah. how, how this stuff works. So is weather and traffic. Yeah, it definitely is. It's always going to be the way of the world, man. <laughs> definitely is. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, that uh, that is true. You are. Uh, <laughs> that is true. You are unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why, why can't you stand up? I don't get it. What's oh, going on over there? Gosh. Bad knee or something? I don't know. <laughs> look at me, Pac-Man! <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup up in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live.